Hi, welcome to Story Hall, a podcast exploring the lore behind the most important stories in the world. So pull up a chair by the fireplace and let us put a story in your hole. <laughs> I'm Joey. I'm Roger. I'm Kevin. And I'm Brian. You guys wearing green today? I uh, forgot. Oh, it's St. Patty's Day. Pinch me. Oh, it is. Oh. I <laughs> forgot. I was out in public and I had a moment of panic where I thought somebody <laughs> might pinch me. And I'm like, I'm a grown man. No one's going to come yeah, pinch there's me. A, there's a lot of harassment stuff going on in 2021. I wouldn't yeah. worry about it. My skin has kind of a natural green. Ooh, like, yeah. yeah. You have like a. You're like Murdoch from, <laughs> from Gorillaz. <laughs> yeah. You actually are kind of like Murdoch from Gorillaz. Green, evil, right? Tonguey. Yeah, kind of smelly. <laughs> actually, that's kind of rude. Forces his friends to do things they don't want to do. Yeah. yeah, uh, maybe, uh, yeah maybe, maybe not so much. You're more like, <laughs> like a nice green guy, like the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the yeah. Grinch. I'm more like, um, like um, uh, Grimace's uncle, Uncle Lil Grimacy. Who's from Ireland that comes oh, around only on St. Patrick's that's Day. That's right. He's here. He's yeah. here today. We should go to yep. McDonald's and capture him as his tradition. <laughs> that's perfect. Is that where like the shamrock shake comes from? Yeah, he brings yeah. shamrock shakes with him. Whoa. Uh, which is what today's episode is about. Uncle Grimacy. Yay. Is that an Irish jig? That's our theme song, <laughs> I think, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I was doing an Irish jig to to for for what that's worth. Oh, you're talking about what he was doing with his body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, I do have wait, a. Wait, a wait. Kind how of... about this, real quick? How do you cut up the floor in Ireland? How? With an Irish jigsaw. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Cool joke. Did you get that one it. from a from an Irish uh, joke book? Uh, Are you on IrishJokes.com right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, well, <laughs> guys, would you say that I'm more of a, a dog person or a cat person? Absolutely dog. dog person. I'm a dog person. That's what I'd say, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, do you think? Or a trash person. Half dog, half man. Oh. <laughs> All hero. Uh, but then again, would you say that I like musicals or not? No. I mean, oh, you, do. you claim you don't, but in your heart you do because you, you got do. the music in you, baby. Yeah. So, so, so there, I think there's there's something here, and I think I've got bit by the story hole bug because I don't quite understand. Uh, I haven't covered any dogs on this show at all, ever. That's true. But I have covered Meowth, MC yeah. Scat Cat, and uh-huh. Cats the Musical. Yeah. This is a lo- has loads of cats in it. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. Isn't Parappa the Rapper a dog? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm validated. Oh, saved. Mm-hmm. Validated. It's still, it's still a bad yeah. ratio, though. Yeah. You know three? It's nice. Uh. You, you, you've saved it, and now that I, I know... That I've gotten out of my system, and I am still a dog person. I think it's probably it's probably safe to go back and do another cat one today, right? Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. absolutely. So, so I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit about Chester Cheetah, the hip kitty. Hey, I love Chester. <laughs> I'm really Cheetah. excited about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, definitely yeah. the coolest mascot. I mean, inarguably, maybe he's the, the king. Though I, I think they're good rivals. But in terms of like coolness, Chester oh, cool. takes it. Like, the king is definitely not cool. He's terrifying. No. If you wanted to sleep with a mascot, okay, <laughs> it would have to be Chester Cheetah. I'm trying to right? think if there are any other mascots. You know, Ronald McDonald's a freak, though. Like, I don't yeah. know if yeah. that's what you're into. I, I don't want to get involved in in his messy web in the bathroom. <laughs> again. Oh. Yeah. Is that what he calls it? His messy web? <laughs> his messy yeah. web. Yeah. No, it's his Mick web. <laughs> um. It's back, guys. Did you know the, the Mick web is back? For a limited time. Come <laughs> get into the sticky mess of Ronald. Oh, Funky no. Ronnie. No. Uh, okay, yes. Chester. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't, I think it'd be rude. I don't want to be rude. So uh, just before we get started, uh, we have a ways to go, but do one of you guys have any notable Cheeto or Cheetah related experiences that you would like to tell us? Uh, uh, oh. Let's see. I mean, I love Cheetos. Does that count? Flaming Hot Cheetos, the extra hot that come in the black bag. Man, that's my favorite snack. I was going to ask you to prove it, but you told me everything I needed to know. <laughs> Why, I got really into, what's the, um, it's the cheddar jalapeno. That's. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got really into one year leaving work. I would leave work, go straight to that gas station, get a giant soda and get a bag of those pretty much once a week. And it was Man. like my my what relaxation time. Dude, nine-year-old Brian was probably so happy and <laughs> proud of you. Cannot. Like honestly, when I do that as an adult, I'm like, kid me would be so happy right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. You ever see people just buy a um, a bag of Cheetos at like say a Seven Eleven, open up the top, and then just go to the nacho cheese machine and just pour nacho cheese into it yeah. and oh, yeah. shake it all up and eat it like a soup? Mm-hmm. Man, that's a dream. I've never been that bold, but someday I'd like to try. Do they charge yeah. you for yeah. that? You just get free cheese. I mean, who's going to stop you? The you cheese know? is free. You just got to buy the container. That's true. That's, that's how true? they get you. It's like the slushy machine in the cups. So you the could, what if I, I bought like a big a, gulp? I, yeah, a big, a big gulp the, of the <laughs> refill, the refillable big gulp, and you just oh can I just go get God. cheese. Legally, I don't think they can stop you, <laughs> but they will oh make you drink God. it in front of them. So yes, you got to you got to prove your commitment. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Well, the story of Cheetos actually starts in the 1940s in Wisconsin. And there was an owner of a farming company, and he was cleaning a machine that produced the animal feed, which basically mulches up the corn and junk, and it puts it into a dry sack. Now, one day, he loaded the still moist corn into the grinder, and he realized as it came out the other end, it was puffy. And this is due to the heat and the water and the the compression and the movement of the machine. And this man, Charles Elmer Doolin, would go on to season the crisps, and voila. Uh, That's the first chi-toe. To, to be born. Um, so it was, a, it was actually animal feed that he just messed up and it became a human snack, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, which goes to show oh, you, you could food comes just, to just, go ahead, yeah, dump, just go ahead and dump some dog food into, a, into something or other. It'll turn into something <laughs> into nice. Into a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it would take 23 years before any other product would be uh, you know introduced to the to the Cheeto or the Frito Lay line, and in 1971, the Cheetos brand expanded with Cheetos Puffs. And with the expanding market and the widespread advertising availability, it only made sense to produce a commercial. And what animal do you think would be best to sell cheese? I mean, mouse. Yeah, a mouse. Correct. Some kind of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An unnamed mouse was the first mascot of Cheetos. Really? Uh, yeah who appeared in a handful of commercials just donning different job roles, such as a painter or like a Tarzan, like a jungle mouse. And he was a mayor. CEO. Yeah, CEO. He definitely had, <laughs> uh, like he had, th- for most of the time when you see him not doing another job, he did have like a three-piece suit on. He looked really fancy and talked with a kind of a, uh, it was kind of a, a rich man's cadence, but it also sounded kind of like the weepy voice killer. So that's not great. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Weepy anyway. voice killer. Yeah. Are you familiar? No. I seem like the only one, apparently. Yeah. I only know him because Joey loves the guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's really disturbing. Just to cite, just to give you guys context. Yeah. It's such a it's such a downer. But I won't get into it. Um, no. It but no. Let's go ahead while we're here. <laughs> we're going to be referencing this plenty of other episodes. Um, yeah. There was a killer that he he would go. He was a serial killer, and he would kill people, and he would feel really bad about it, and call the police immediately. And the way that he would he would call, he, he sounded like it was really like high pitched, whereas the mouse wasn't necessarily high pitched in this one. But he'd be like, "Oh my god, what have I done? I did it again." It's really really hard to oh, listen man. to. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you can do better than I can, Brian. No, no, that was great. But yeah, just like imploring the police and be like, "Why haven't you stopped me? What you have to catch me?" Yeah, uh, it's it's so bad. It's bad, it's bad. stuff. But anyway, uh, the way that the mouse talked, uh, especially during the mayor commercial, it feels like it, it kind of has that vibe. But anyway, this guy, he lasts for eight years. He never has a name it's through the 70s. And honestly, there's not a whole lot to say. Um, his mottos were Hail Cheezer <laughs> and Cheetos, the cheese that goes crunch. Um, but uh, the most memorable commercial I could probably find of him was uh, of him riding this motorcycle and pretending he was the cheesy rider. Um, I couldn't actually <laughs> find. Yeah, <That's> <laughs> couldn't find. Good, though. Yeah, that's a, well. It's a loose homage to the film Easy Rider. Easy Rider, yeah, uh, which is uh, about two bikers. Uh, like the, basically, they're like, what are they? They're driving drugs around, LSD prostitutes. They get killed by <laughs> truck drivers. It's great for the Cheetos brand, just in general. Uh, but anyway, the guy wasn't memorable, really, or likable in any way. Um, and so it was time to move on. Uh, they didn't even give him 70s. a name. I don't know what they no. were expecting from him. Yeah. yeah, he was clearly just a placeholder until they could yeah. come up with something better. Something better, um, and I mean, basically, and they it, did. He, he goes. The story goes the same way as MC Scat Cat. So, um, if you need context, go watch or go listen to the MC Scat Cat episode. But if you guys remember when we talked about that last season, there they initially pitched a mouse for the Paul Abdul video, and oh, it wasn't right. cool enough. Yeah, yeah, wasn't cool enough. So they needed something cooler, and so what'd they go with? A cat. Cats are cool. 
Uh, that's the logic. And cats mm-hmm. are cool. Yeah. And so in 1986, we get our first glimpse of the original hip kitty named Chester Cheetah, developed by a man named Brad Morgan. He is a self-described cool dude in a loose mood, with some bluesy <laughs> rock playing as he shows us who he is. He's got sunglasses, white sneakers, and a slow strut. Until, of course, there are Cheetos around. And if he catches a glimpse or a whiff of the Cheetos nearby, then he tends to lose his marbles a bit. Hey, yeah. which one of us has the loosest mood, you think? Loosest, loosest mood? mood. Uh, you, I guess. Yeah, let me see. yeah, you rarely get upset. That's what I was hoping to hear. I mean, Brian's the cool one, but you are the loose one. Dude, I'm not yeah. loose at all. I'm fucking like a coiled Rigid. spring. So yeah. Brian together, we're Chester Cheetah, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> glue, my, glue my two buds together and what do you get? <laughs> I would say if I was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, I'd be Raphael because I'm cool but rude. Yeah, I'm you're Chester the Cheetah. You're, the, you're Chester Cheetah. <laughs> you're, you're, you fit in this episode. <laughs> now, initially, the gags were very Wiley Coyote-esque. Uh, you know, he would scheme elaborate heists or even just do something, you know, like riding a, a skateboard with an engine on the back to, to ride up to a kid and try to steal the kid's Cheetos in phase one of the Cheeto cinematic universe. How does a kid beat a skateboard with a rocket on it? <laughs> yeah, it's not fair. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... It's doomed. Yeah, there's there's really no hope. In that. It's, just, it's just the natural order, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah, it's the well, they tell chain. you, like, you know, some people, the, there's the whole, like, what is it, like, fight, flight, or, like, some people just kind of, like, you know you're supposed to give up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably one of those, you, you surrender your Cheetos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. next predator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, normally when he's getting into these escapades, he narrates his own actions with a fairly tenor vocal range. He sounds kind of just like a, like a, like a white dude talking slow. And... <laughs> Uh, that's kind of exactly it because the original voice actor was Bill Murray's brother, Joel. What? For the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Joel Murray? Joel Murray coming out of nowhere. He's the original. I can, I mean, if you guys would like, like to hear what he sounded like, I can send you a clip just for yeah. curiosity. Yeah. Life's a beach when Cheetos' paws are in reach. Whoa, bro. Check out the surfer girl shooting the girl. Possible. Awesome. And Big Alfonso going gonzo. Oh, I wasn't expecting this. Oh, it's kind of a Cajun accent. Yeah, not nearly as deep as I, I was expecting. No. Yeah, that's not the the Murray that's always in the movies with Bill Murray, is it? No, that's his older brother, that's Warren. That's the other. There's so, so many Murrays. That's funny, because I always assumed that Bill Murray was probably like the apple of his mother's eye, but it was probably Joel Murray, the more successful brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one more thing to note about the, the initial commercials. Uh, they were animated by Richard Williams, who was the guy behind Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Hmm. Uh, and what's really cool about this and the history of animators that did work for Chester Cheetah is that they're all really impressive. Uh, so, for instance, Richard Williams is known for uh, animating on ones, which means that he, he basically draws each frame for 24 frames per second. Uh, and the result is a super high quality, almost uh, uncanny valley style of animation that takes a lot of work and looks really cool. That's crazy that they would sink that much work into a Chester Cheetah ad. And that's pretty consistent. Like the, the quality for Chester Cheetah, it, it stays pretty high. Uh, throughout the career of Chester Cheetah, which is pretty neat. <laughs> so crazy. In the hot hip city. Till I see those Cheetos. <laughs> then I get loopholes in my scruples. Yeah, the animation's so smooth. This is beautiful. Look at that beautiful woman, too. <laughs> yeah. Chester doesn't really pull the air of, like, off of being a villain, but he's definitely a thief when you boil down to it. Yeah, like, he's trying uh, to he's, steal the Cheetos from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, kind of almost like a Hambler-esque character. Yeah, like yeah, All yeah. the mascots back then did that. Mm-hmm. They either had it and the kids were trying to steal it, or the kids had it and they were trying to steal it. It was always the heist in any yeah, commercial. Right, right. It's always yeah. very yeah. confrontational between mm-hmm. the people that want the snacks and the people that actually have it. Yeah, and as time goes on, uh, he definitely is like sneaky about it or just very blunt. But uh, just like the mouse mascot, he he's actually seen riding a a motorcycle pretty frequently and um so like a good example would be like uh you know he's raiding a cheetos delivery truck just like there's literally a commercial where he's doing that just like the the opening scene for the fast and furious one uh, (laughs) where he just basically like rides up and tries to get empty out the back of it and stuff so uh he's a thief Uh, that's what it comes down to but he's just so cool you don't really think about it Mm -hmm. you know yeah Mm -hmm. stole my heart tell you that 
So phase one of the CCU ends in the 90s, and that means, of course, <laughs> CCU. <laughs> it means, of course, Chester leaned pretty heavily into the cool guy with a, t- a toot persona. It was often depicted in extreme sports scenarios. It also means heavy merchandising. So, you know, there'd be clothes, dolls, toys, video games. Uh, there are actually two video games worth mentioning for the Super Nintendo and the Gen- Genesis. But um, the plots are kind of weird and vague. Um, so, I mean, the, it doesn't do much for our canon. But just for the sake of, you know, there are people who like it. So, yes, there do, do exist video games. And, and one of them is a lot of those like third party games where they just use a mascot. It was just a game that's already made and they just slapped Chester Cheetah yeah. in it. Yeah. Right? So it's it, like, yeah. he's got to collect the power crystal to defeat an alien. You know, yeah, it's like that's, nothing that's to do it. with Cheetos. Well, yeah. Well, this one has a guy named Mean Gene. He's just a human. Who, who tears his, his map up to Cool Town or like Hip City or some shit. <laughs> no. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, no, there's nothing, there's nothing there. But the biggest reveal is that there was almost a standalone kids cartoon show. Oh. About four years ago, there were some whispers on the internet that Chester Cheetah almost got his own television program. And sure enough, some industry folks came out and verified their involvement. Not long after, the concept art was leaked on Twitter. And from what it looks like, Chester would have been morphing into creatures or taking on occupations as the episode needed, like King Kong or Freddy Krueger. What? And the best one, in my opinion, <laughs> is uh, that of a xenomorph from the Alien series. From Aliens? <laughs> oh, God. Really? Is there art for that one? Yep. So go ahead and take a look in chat. I have the xenomorph ready to go. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy They're shit. really cool. Yeah, like it's the really... storyboards and stuff are awesome. Dude, you have to post this on the Instagram for the listeners to hear or look at because this is super. I want to, I mean, I kind of want to get this tattooed on my back really big. You heard it here, but he's guaranteeing he's going to do it for you, for the listener. Um, but yeah, so uh, anyway, the show never actually got produced because it met a lot of backlash because the people caught wind of its development and caused a big old stink because they thought brand marketing shouldn't be associated with children's entertainment, which is kind of fair, I think. Yeah, um, kind of makes sense. Uh, because it's going to make kids want Cheetos too much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the whole time they're going to be peddling an unhealthy food product and kids That's are dumb. True. And what, if, like, and what okay. if they realize they can smoke them? Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys ever smoke it? Yeah, smoke a cheat? Kids will smoke anything. <laughs> yeah. I know a guy hooks me up with some good cheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, anyway, let's enter the phase of uh, phase two of the CCU. Uh, in the mid nineties, in real life, uh, the janitor of the Cheeto factory, a man named Richard Montanez, slid some unseasoned Cheetos into his pocket to experiment with at home. And he tried chilies and lemons, and he brought them back to what? work to pitch to the CEO Roger Enrico. He snuck and- Cheetos out in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Man, that's real weird. Perk of the job, Just though. Plain old. That's yeah. like a classic janitor. You know, those are janitor shenanigans. Yeah. Like those are hijinks yeah. that janitor gets into. Yeah, like solving like really complex math equations. <laughs> Steal the Cheeto now and again. <laughs> oh yeah, you get to do anything you want. Actually, I, th- I feel like uh, if for some reason I, I ever like lost my job, I think it would be a sweet job. I'd like to. Oh, be for janitor. sure, I would like to do that too. Mm-hmm. I think if I was him though, instead of slipping them in my pocket, I would get my uh, mop bucket. You know the little on wheels and just fill that bad boy up. Yeah, that's a lot of. That's, too, that's a lot that's of too obvious, man. Yeah. Although if there's one of those mop buckets that had the wheels on the bottom, then you can slide out. Yep. Okay. Right away, clean. Yep. <laughs> now they noted that the brand was expanding a ton to a bunch of different countries, like Pakistan, Japan, Canada, across Europe, but there weren't any flavors for the Latino demographic. And when the man Richard, when he uh, went home and he put these chilies and the lemons on them. He invented flaming hot Cheetos. Wow! And because of it, uh, the CEO gave him a major promotion and uh, basically was credited. He, he was credited with rejuvenating the brand. That's um, incredible. That's incredible for a couple reasons. One is that the CEO would be like willing to listen to the janitor. That's like, hey, I, I took home some Cheetos and I have some some challenging experimental Cheeto ideas for you. And the CEO was like, yeah, let's have a meeting. And actually gave him the time. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine the scenario before he, you know Richard came with it. He was probably like sweating, like, "Oh fuck, we're not making our quotas. Quarter, quarter two, we're not gonna. We need something new. This yeah. isn't working." And then this, Mary. yeah. And then Richard comes to the door. I'll take anything. What kind also of picture, picture him bringing them back to work in his pocket. Also, <laughs> yeah, he's got to yeah. smuggle them in. <laughs> uh, there actually is a documentary being made about this man. There's going to be a movie that probably comes out pretty soon. It started wow. like two years ago. So, I would love to see that. Uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. It's very uh, cool. But anyway, um, at this time, the animations were also passed on to David Fess, who's the creator of Cow and Chicken. Uh, and the art style is much more Cow oh. and Chicken-y. 
So it's very appropriate for the late 90s, early 2000s. Just and really kind of over the top, like over the top, zany. correct? Yeah, okay. zany, wild. There's like, I don't. There's, I mean, I don't need to talk too much about those commercials, but there'd be like like, like a fish, it like stuck in your underwear strap, and like there, <laughs> yeah, way over eccentric moves and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. the same time we see more experimental commercials coming out. So uh, one of them is half live action and depicts Chester as an actor in his own commercial. But then they call in a stunt double who is Daffy Duck. <laughs> what? Uh, and I couldn't figure out what that connection was at all. I looked into it, can't figure it out. But so this the is Cheetos like, universe overlaps with the Looney Tunes universe? But not just that, a bunch of other ones too. So let me just give you a little quick list. Uh, okay. Number one, he has a cameo appearance in a Sonic the Hedgehog comic. No way. He's, yep, he's in a Transformers okay. mobile game. <laughs> All right. Uh, he's in Plants vs. So- Zombies, the, the kids game. And I think that that requires me to go ahead and show you guys what characters he plays in those, which are also great. Just go ahead and take a look real quick in chat. Oh, my God. So oh, wow. he's a plant. He's a plant. He's a plant with teeth. Yeah. And, and cool sunglasses. And a zombie wears his skin. <laughs> like you like a you would kill a, a bear or a wolf and, and oh yeah, my so, God. uh so yeah. he's, dark. he's also he also uh, has a fake baseball card for major <laughs> league baseball. He made the majors, huh? It's a pretty poorly done like computer like CG chester. And he's very stiff and weird looking. And he's holding a big Cheeto like a baseball bat. But the angle he's holding it at and the color is the same <laughs> as the color of his body. And he's looking at me yeah. kind of aggressively and just with a certain very, very serious very disgust. Like disappointed it's, dad look on his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, I'm grounded. I, I get the feeling that I didn't knock when I walked into my dad's room and he's holding his wiener in his hand. And he's like, <laughs> you always got to knock, son. That's kind of what I feel like. This was going to happen at some point. Uh, if you go to the Twitter, the one they first posted, the first comment on there is just cheese dick, which is just perfect <laughs> for what you're saying. Very funny. Uh, and the last one I want to point out is that he's actually, he's in that game, the video game Just Dance, but it's super weird how they chose to put him in it. It's not like he's the main character dancing along with you. For the, it's just, you know, uh, the way that Just Dance works, there's like a, a woman who's silhouetted in white and she has, you can see her fun clothes on. She's dancing. You do the moves with her. But in the background, like 30 seconds into the song, you just see like a subliminal message. You see like a flash of him. And this persists throughout the th- the, the, the video game when you're playing the song that you're dancing along with. You Does just the start song seeing. Have anything to do with Chester Cheetah? Nope, not at all. Huh. <laughs> uh, just like some top 40 song uh, <laughs> and uh, like a dance song. And you just see flashes of like a, a man in a Chester Cheetah suit. It's really, really <laughs> weird. Anyway, um, hmm. that's that's where we're phase two, you know, we're we're now in the early two thousands and we're gonna go into phase three now. So a couple things for phase three which I think will be a little bit more familiar with for for all of us uh, and for what you guys have seen uh, on the TV and whatnot. For us millennials. For us millennials, yeah. Uh, the voice kind of shifts to more of a, a Jim Varney-esque kind of a gravelly baritone voice because yeah. a man named Pete Stacker takes over. Uh-huh. Um, and though, you know, Chester gets into trouble, most of the time he comes out on top now. And he doesn't really seem villainous, just kind of prank adjacent. And he hangs out with kids a lot. Uh, now, Chester is like, it's the early 2000s. He's all CGI now. Um, and he uses the phrase dangerously cheesy as his motto. And so... Uh, I want to give you guys an, uh, what Phase 3 has to offer. It actually does have a plot that it's associated with it. And so let's just go ahead and go dive into the commercials. I think this will be an easiest way for us to do it. Okay, we're on a television set. Seems to be in France for a show called Cheesy Chef. And the studio audience watches as Chester squares off against Chef Pierre. They're baking something with the ingredient cheese, and Chester has to help with two kids. Chef Pierre seems flustered as he scrambles to, you know, keep up with the cool-headed Chester as they prepare some sort of souffle. I probably would be pretty beside myself, too, if I was up against Chester Cheeto and the, the theme was yeah, cheese. Yeah, not fair. <laughs> like, how how is, uh, heavy-sided yeah. is that? It's unfair. And, and he has two kids helping him. Two children? Whereas, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Chef Pierre's weakness. Uh, <laughs> so Chester pops his, uh, you know, his souffle in the oven. The timer dings, and out comes a bag of big Cheetos. It's a new product. Chester and the kids win. Chef Pierre looks like a loser. But at this time, these Cheetos commercials would be interrupted by what looks like a hacker transmission. 
uh, blue screen with a silhouette fuzzing in and out, threatening Chester. The silhouette would say, we're coming for your recipe and there's nothing you can do about it. And then fuzz back out. Now, not long after, a new commercial airs, and it shows Chester lounging on his couch in his mansion, and that same silhouette comes on his TV with a scary voice, and it says, we're coming for your recipe. His wall blows up, his safe gets stolen, and now Chester needs to recover his stolen recipe by following his clue. He's going to go undercover with the help of his computer or an organization that we don't quite know called Agent X. So Chester tracks his clues to a few classic villain locations. The first one he goes to is Mount St. Helens to a volcano lair, and he tracks down a woman named Flaming Hot Fiona. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's the first of several villains who try to kill him with booby traps and bombs, but he makes it out. And next he goes and he, he finds a farm of a, a dimwit in Wisconsin who has a metal chin named the Cruncher. It's a nice little nod, albeit rude to the farm beginnings yeah. of the Cheeto. But then he meets with the best of the villains. Then he gets, <laughs> gets <laughs> he ends up in the swampy, twisted forest. And this is the home of Twisty <laughs> McGee. Yeah, really lazy on that one. <laughs> that sounds like yeah, something they, they, they ran out of work, and <laughs> they were like, uh, Twisty, yeah. Crunchy Johnson." Now, <laughs> I like him. That was on the baseball card. Yeah, <laughs> Twisty McGee is kind of a creep, and he kind of slithers around like a Tim and Eric skit. And I think a good comparison is the leprechaun in the marriage chapter of the movie Tokyo, but I don't think most people know what that is. So instead, I'll just go ahead and give you guys a link to this character. Again, click the link, not the video, so you can actually just skip some time. Oh, wow. I saw the thumbnail. Oh, so he's a real human. This is not animated. Yeah. Nope. Well, he's Chester's, oh, Chester's anim- animated. Yeah, Chester's this not is a real, real cheetah. He's animated. But this Twisty yeah. McGee is yeah. a real human that's like CG'd into this ad. This is like Mortal Kombat. Oh, he's terrible. I hate him. So yeah. weird. And he's this... away on a jet ski? <laughs> yeah. He's got this gross pervert energy. He looks all greasy. Who's the Crunchy. Okay, come and get it. What? Bye-bye. He has like a high pitch, like a falsetto voice. I feel like I can smell him. He's, so, like he's wow. very wet. Yeah, I mean, what do you expect from Twisty McGee? Uh, not bad, jeez. Uh, anyway, yeah, I feel disgusted. I would never eat Cheetos after seeing that man. <laughs> well, what I'm gonna do is, I'll you know, I'll put this on the Instagram and I'll put a clip of uh, the weird leprechaun from Merd so that everybody can see why I think that they match. Uh, but anyway, after all this, he finds himself in a dark factory in Brooklyn. This is you know, this is the fourth, fourth and final villain location, and he falls into a trap. He ends up tied up above a bubbling vat, and all the three, you know, the three villains look onward. But then the mastermind steps out. It was Chef Pierre from the first commercial. Oh my god! No. Yeah. He was so embarrassed by Nobody Chester at the live recording that he decided to commit a bunch of crimes. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, guys. It was a double dupe, and Chester calls for backup, and a swarm of children come out of every nook and cranny from the factory. <laughs> Yeah, and his army of kid soldiers fight off the murderers, and the recipe is safe, thank God. (laughs) So wait, it really makes children soldiers to fight off this chef? They're all wearing, like, black, like, SWAT gear, and they all all run in. It's really weird. Classic Chester. Yeah, Yeah, very good. The next thing is, we're going to get to phase four uh, of of the CCU, and it's very, very good. But I'm going to set the stage. Chester is still CG. But it's really, really solid quality now. It's the years 2007, 2008. And he's been made to look like a puppet. Like, not a crappy sock puppet, but a legit, like, sculpted and flocked puppet. And he's been rebranded for more adult audience. His voice is still gravelly, but it's been recast again. And now it's even lower. And he has a kind of a, a dulcet transatlantic way of speaking. But he doesn't say much. He's an observer. He's a strange looming presence. And if you see him, you won't really be sure that he's even actually there. So this is the beginning of a campaign called the Orange Underground. Do you guys know this? No. Never I'm heard very about this. Though. Oh my yeah. goodness. All right. Well, you're in for a treat. I'm going to give you guys a, a verbal version of these commercials. So I'm just talk my way through them. A woman is on a plane next to a sleeping, snoring man while it flies through a thunderstorm. She goes weary as the silent, dim-lit cabin is interrupted by his snore. From behind her, she hears a calm voice call her. Kimberly, you've got the tools to fix this. 
Chester says, standing about three feet tall on top of a counter while massaging an entranced stewardess. They exchange a nod of solidarity as she places Cheetos into his nostrils to silence him. There's no music playing. The ad fades while Chester sings Rockabye Baby. (laughs) So he's like a manifestation of people's darkest instincts, huh? It's something like that. It's It's definitely something like that. Let's get okay, we got we got two more to go. We're in another silent room. A cubicle in a workspace without life or passion. It's this the same eggshell white walls that match the carpet of the same unfulfilling eight hours a day. A man walks by to drop off the mail and he stops at a cubicle. He takes an extra minute to notice how annoyingly clean it is. A white MacBook, bonsai tree, personalized business card, all organized to a T. And then Chester is just there, insisting that the owner's a neat freak and that Jeff, the mailboy, needs to tidy, tidy up, up a bit. bit. Jeff rubs Cheetle on the cards. He smashes a Cheeto in the MacBook Pro. And in one version, he simply leaves one Cheeto in the tree. But he's going too far, and he's interrupted by Chester. Jeff, Jeff enough. enough. In a stern voice, fade to black. What? <laughs> oh, man. That one just sucks. Because, I mean, the first one, at least the guy snoring, he was disturbing other people. Yeah. But in this one, Chester's just making people hurt innocent. Is it Chester, though? Because this is Jeff. This is Jeff oh, doing Chester's, one. Jeff, yeah. Chester's pulling him back. He's going too far. <laughs> we had yeah. a devil Cheeto first, yeah. and then now we yeah. have an angel Cheeto yeah, on the shoulder. Okay. Uh, and then we have one more. Uh, we're at a laundromat. The dryers are spinning. We see a young Felicia Day attending to her clothes, waiting for... I hate her. God damn it. I hate Felicia Day. <laughs> you would like her this at this point, because this, this is, is like... Early Felicia Day. This is uh, before she's um, sold out. <laughs> yeah, she's not Ugh. queen of the nerds yet. She's still um, Doctor Horrible sing along blog Felicia Day. She's delightful at this point. So, mm. um, so anyway, Kevin is not sold. Not sold. <laughs> <laughs> There's still plenty of commercial left. So I'm so sorry, Kevin. <laughs> okay. Damn it! Off like my ears. So, so she's sitting there. And she's waiting for another dryer to open up and. She's picking up some of her stuff that fell on the ground, and a Karen is standing there. She interrupts her uh, complaint. There are other people that need to do their laundry, laundry too, you know. But Felicia, she doesn't respond. She just looks back, and she sees a blind man sitting at a dingy table with a chessboard he isn't touching in front of him, and Chester Cheetah is across from the blind man on an adjacent stool. Chester insists that she knows that the, the whites, whites in the dryer, dryer do belong to the other woman, so Felicia tosses some Cheetos in, and when she looks back, <laughs> Chester isn't there, uh-huh. And then there's just the final shot. It's it's a blank, unnerving confidence of her face as the screen fades out. Whoa. Yeah, so man, I love <laughs> that Chester was playing chess with a blind man. Really easy. Yeah, that seems so cryptic and 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 dark. They're so good. They're so good. The commercials are awesome. So they go on like this with Chester appearing and disappearing. He refers to himself as Papa Chester or Daddy, and he encourages <laughs> birds to shit on people and stuff. It's great, and they're all really like slightly unsettling. But each commercial has no music. It's just ambient noise and an invitation to join us at theorangeunderground.com. Now, this ad campaign was marketed to pranksters. It was encouraging buyers to buy Cheeto bags, not for consumption, but to engage in random acts of Cheeto or Rayok. (laughs) And the website had a homepage that had an embedded video of a man called The Gatekeeper who sat at a desk with what appears to be like the world's largest Cheeto, which is its own story. But he tells you the rules of Rayok. Number one, there are no rules. Number two, ignore the first rule. Number three, <laughs> stick it to the man. Number four, don't perform the same act twice. Number five, keep evidence of what you've done. And number six, don't snitch on Cheetos if you get caught. So what? they basically so, are starting their own little secret society that's very much in the vein of a fight like club. Anti-establishment, like counterculture Cheeto. That's crazy. Were they trying to encourage people to do like Cheeto crime? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think so. Like Cheeto vandalism? Yeah. Within like yes, yes within certain reason. Like they were pushing their bounds a little boundaries a little bit, but uh-huh. honestly, um like if you watch it, there's enough silly stuff that's kind of fluffed in. They're like, "Well, we can get away with this." But they're absolutely saying like, "Yeah, dude, go do something bad with these Cheetos." <laughs> Man, what a risky move because imagine if some kid like put a bunch of Did Cheetos something. in in his dad's like, you know, DVD player. The dad's diabetic. <laughs> uh-huh. And the DVD player broke. 
But I guess I guess I guess uh, Cheetos wouldn't get in trouble because the kid's not gonna gonna snitch yes, on that's Cheetos. Rule number five. Yeah, that's right. Well, you don't five. snitch. You don't snitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they they're kind of they're they're interesting about the way that they approach it. It's it seems like they push it to like that that boundary and just kind of leave it there, which is pretty I, good. Man, I love that. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, there's also like a so so basically what they wanted to do is they wanted people to post their pranks on YouTube, which was kind of like still new ish, you know, at that time. Uh-huh. And that way everybody could see them and then they might air them on TV and give you guys money for, you know, airing your ad or whatever. Um, but there's also a blog that contained the Rayak cookbook, which a lot of it's just a bunch of like there's a bunch of silly bullshit on the website. But obviously that this was supposed to be inspired by like the anarchists cookbook, yeah. uh, which for anyone who doesn't know is a home guide on like how to make pipe bombs and junk before the early 2000s. It's so, like, you know, like when you're in junior high or something, if you're, you know, uh, everybody um, had a friend that had the yeah. anarchist cookbook and you would yeah. go to his house and look up directions on how to like hack yeah. phones and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Um, there's a picture in chat if you guys want to see. Like, it's just very silly. You can see it's like, oh, yeah, use a shop vac and put some Cheetos in it and then blast the <laughs> Cheetos out. So it's pretty silly. Um, um, but yeah. When you're saying, you're saying the word Rayok? What is that? Yeah. It's a random act of Cheetos. Oh, okay. Random act of Cheetos. You putting that in your notes, Brian? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> uh, just to kind of to, to move forward a little bit. We've ex- encountered a bunch of different Chesters at this point because of time is past and passing by, and I've, I've been labeling it as these different phases. Uh, the thing to note is that in early Chester Cheetah, it was all animated, so everything obviously was kind of centered with him as the main focus. So it made it appear like he was the like our size. But during all of these campaigns, you know, he's a little bit smaller; he's three feet tall. Uh, and exiting this ad campaign, um, which I called Phase Four. Uh, we still keep the same three foot tall, kind of puppety looking CG Chester. It's the same Chester, but now he's kind of more of a lovable prankster instead of a devil on your shoulder. So, for instance, uh, Kevin's favorite commercial is at a mattress store, and there's a, a glum looking fella. He hears whispers of him, uh, of another employee in Chester goofing off in a what looks like a seven foot tall stack of mattresses. And they made a ma- shitty mattress for it. They're reading comics and eating snacks and. You know, casually, the glowing fellow kind of walks over and says, Hey, can I come up? And Chester snaps back, Depends. What's the password? And the other guy says, uh, I don't know, mattress? Which was correct. <laughs> and Chester says, Impressive. And the coworker says, Come on up. And the last shot is the guy just taking his hands out of his dopey glum pockets and trying to climb, climb up. It's, it's, it's cute and pranky. It's pretty good. Um, I'll give you guys one more one commercial that is in this world, too, so you guys can see. Um, this, I call this face 4.5. Um, that <laughs> just doesn't a work. Picture of the it's just a picture of a, it's a picture of the HDR. <laughs> Weird. How'd that even happen? Uh, this is Joey like typed text. Joey just said this in a chat, a JPEG that says www.youtube.com. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. You can watch. This is, so this oh, is face 4.5. Yeah. I love this uh, yeah. one. You guys having a party? No. Nope. Nope. I can totally see you. <laughs> yes, we know. Take a Cheetos break. Cheeto. Man, I like this turn. Because he seems a lot less destructive than the phase three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just seems like kind of a kind of a buddy. Kind of a, a guy yeah. you want to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, he's just very silly. I like him a lot. Um, His lines are great. I just, I just love everything he says in these commercials. Yeah, it's very good writing. Uh, I feel like they must have still had some of the same writers from like the the era slightly before this. So, because just to give you like time context, um, uh, creepy creepy Chester is like 2007, 2008, 2009. This is um, like 2011 is when this Chester is coming on on the scene. So it's okay. really it's just shortly after. I mean, he definitely has his roots in that kind of prankster lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But yeah. just uh, a little less. He's, he's matured a little. He's matured. Now he's just in yeah. it for a good time with his friends, not yeah. trying to overthrow the establishment. Right. And he's definitely a tangible being at that point that's talking and stuff. That's true. So. But that takes us to basically what is the new current day Chester? I guess this is like the it's it's an un, uh, what's the word unveloping? I guess uh, uh, developing unve- uh, unveiling unveiling uh, unveiling developing unveloping <laughs> phase five. <laughs> yeah, unveloping. <laughs> uh, and what we have now is basically like a front and center, nice big super H- uh, super HD CGI Chester. 
he's releasing disc tracks on Doritos. He looks like he's being filmed in VR. Frankly, I have very little to say about this Chester. Uh, it doesn't seem charming to me. He doesn't have but, the same kind of personality as Phase Four uh, Chester. Yeah, it doesn't. Not really. But mm-hmm. I mean, we don't see a lot now? of him right now. S- sorry, he's giant now. Well, we just see him where like he buys by himself in a shot, so we don't see any people there for context. He's <laughs> like you just see a Chester, so he, he's taking up the whole screen and dancing around, and so there's not a lot of uh, the subtle fun part of what was going on with the previous Chester. And, and you said that there were Doritos. So yeah, he's releasing a diss track on on flaming hot Doritos that's coming out, which is um, pretty funny. I do like that. It's not good though. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. yeah, sorry, uh, but uh, you don't see a lot of him. Like the, you know the the Super Bowl ad. Like current day Cheetos is, you know Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis and Shaggy at the Super Bowl, and oh, really? Jeff Bezos tweeting about Cheeto dust on his hands, oh. uh, which is called Cheetle. I don't know if you guys caught that, but it's, What's it's it called Cheetle. It's called Cheetle. Don like Don, like Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. That's funny because I thought you said earlier that he put Cheadle on the guy's, uh, yeah. the guy's business cards. And I was like, <laughs> Cheadle? <laughs> I thought you just yeah. misspoke. That's no. very funny. Um, I don't misspoke. I don't, I don't goof around when it comes to Cheadle. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway, that's where we're at currently. Um, but... In all this research, I would like to say I definitely didn't see every commercial. There are so many. I don't think I saw all of them for America, but I definitely <laughs> didn't see the ones for Canada or Pakistan or India or China or Japan. There are so many commercials yeah. uh, that there's there's got to be hours and hours worth. But anyway, uh, one thing I did come across is that there are tons of flavors also. So then um, they're so exciting. It's making my voice go a bit octave. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I figured we play a little game. I'll keep track here. Uh, it's going to be really quick, but if anyone wants to play at home, I think that I think audience engagement is great. So uh, I have, let's see, is it six? I have six questions for you guys. I'm going to win. Uh-huh. I'm just going to put that out of the right now. There's no way you guys can beat me on Cheeto knowledge. Yeah, I probably shouldn't <laughs> even try. All yeah. Right. But this is going to be an interesting set of questions. Because I'm going to give you a list of Cheetos flavors, and you have to tell me which one isn't real. Okay. Oh, no okay. problem. Okay. Number one, Pepsi Cheetos, Cheetos mm. New Orleans-style gumbo, spicy ketchup, or spicy chicken Cheetos. And there's one that's not real, or are there multiple? One of, the, one of those is not correct. Give me the list again tough. very quickly. Pepsi Cheetos, uh, gumbo, ketchup, spicy chicken. Um, spicy ketchup, right? Spicy ketchup, yeah. Spicy ketchup or spicy chicken. I think the answer, I'm going to lock in with uh, gumbo. I'm going to say gumbo, too. I just, I want to know what spicy chicken is. Like, what does that even mean? Like a like a hot spicy chicken. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'll take spicy chicken. Uh, the answer is gumbo. There is no gumbo. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, the other ones do exist. I mean, spicy chicken doesn't seem too far-fetched for me. That's like, the that's... most straightforward one, I think, Kevin. Yeah, like, I you thought think that so? was the... I thought Joey was trying to throw us off. Yeah. Pepsi was in there, so I figured... Is Pepsi a be... Japanese, a Japanese variant? Um, yes, I believe so. But um, the... Well, there, there's more to that, but I can tell you after we're done with the game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go to number two. Okay. Number two, Cheetos Vegetable Bites... Cheetos Ocean Safari, Cheetos Just Salt, Cheetos Crackling Black Pepper. Which of those is not real? <sighs> Ocean Safari. Cheetos. That sounds terrible, but yeah, I believe Ocean it. Ocean Safari is what I'm going with. I'm going to say I'm gonna go Just Salt. I was going to go Just Salt too. Um, what was the first option, Joey? Vegetable Bites, Ocean Safari, Just Salt, Black Pepper. I'm going to say Just Salt too. I'm with Brian. Kev? I said uh, Ocean Safari. Uh, the one that doesn't exist is Crackling Black Pepper. Damn it. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Ocean See, Safari is, one. What is Ocean Safari? That one, I think, is from Pakistan. Uh, it has, was it, uh, creams and herb, I think is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. No. Um, number three. Cheetos Alfredo Twists. Flame and Hot Mac and Cheese. Strawberry Cheetos. Savory American cream. <laughs> oh man! I mean, savory American cream seems like something Joey would 100% make up, but I don't think yeah. he's that obvious about it. So I'm gonna go with yeah. uh, number one. What was the first option again? So <laughs> I'll go with number one. What is it? <laughs> well, I know um, number two and three uh, okay. are real. I'll go with again. So we have uh, 
Alfredo Twists, Flamin' Hot Mac and Cheese, Strawberry Cheetos, Savory American Cream. I'm going to go Alfredo Twists. I'll go Strawberry. Uh, I'll take the last one, the Savory American. Uh, Savory American's in China. Strawberry Cheetos uh, come with a little icing on them. Yep. Uh, hot Mac and Cheese is real. Alfredo Twists is not real. One more point yeah. to, to Raj. Wow. Okay, let's go to the next one. Uh, we've got plain corn Cheetos, paprika spinners, fresh <laughs> shrimp Cheetos, baked potato puffs. The first one. I'm going to say baked potato puffs. These all sound fine. What were they again? Do one more time. <laughs> plain corn Cheetos, paprika spinners, fresh shrimp Cheetos, baked potato puffs. Uh, I'll take shrimp, I guess. Fresh uh, shrimp. They- Biller. The one that is not real is the baked potato puffs. Damn Roger, it. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. Um, the paprika spinners are Holland. Plain corn, uh, I believe, is Japan. Fresh shrimp, I believe, is China. Um, which of these is not real? Cheetos Australian bacon balls. <laughs> maple breakfast paws. Mountain Dew Cheetos zesty Japanese steak. I'll say them again. Cheetos Australian Bacon Balls, Maple Breakfast Paws, Mountain Dew Cheetos Zesty Japanese Steak. I'm going to say Maple Breakfast Paws. That's what I'm going to go with, too. Mountain Dew. Uh, Maple Breakfast Paws is correct. Hey, all right. You've only missed one so far, Roger? Yeah, and my gut was saying Cracked Pepper on that one, but I like Brian's (laughs) siren song, Leave Me Astray. Sorry. Um, and the, the last one, these were propo- proposed uh, flavors, but all of them but one were, re- were rejected. So one of them actually made it to the market. The other three didn't. Um, so we have North Sea Crab, Caramel Cheetos, Sweetos, Smoked Octopus. Oh, we're trying to find the one that did make it? The one that made it, yeah. Um, Sweetos did, I'm pretty sure. I think I've had Sweetos. The octopus want to go with? has to be real. Oh, are we saying which one made it to market? Yeah, which one made it to market? I'm going to say Sweetos. All right, Sweetos. Roger knows his stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'll take octopus. The answer was Sweetos. <laughs> the other ones were proposed and made, but they didn't make it to market. They got beat Weird. out by other stuff. That's crazy uh, but, that they were like, yeah, of all the wild flavors we just heard about, that like octopus wouldn't make the list, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, there's there are there are more other types and stuff. Uh, and in fact, there are three different type of fangs, promotional fangs for Halloween that I found that have various <laughs> amounts of teeth and size and stuff on them. So they're just all over the place. Uh, but there you go, guys. There's the history of, of Chester and, and his Cheeto domain. That's what do you mean wow. by fangs? So like you could, they're they're Cheetos like the big like spears, but they taper at the bottom, so you can put them in your mouth like. Like, uh, a, like, like Dracula teeth, like oh, yeah. teeth that you wear. I got you. Yeah, I'm or it might be like a Cheetos paw that actually has two long of the little spikes on the end of the Cheetos paw, so you can put that in your mouth and then have a bunch of sticking teeth out. That's fun. I want that. Okay. Yeah, but um, anyway, that uh, those obscure flavors. There's um, a website that you can ship like exotic snacks um, to your house, and I remember going down like a deep rabbit hole into obscure Cheeto flavors. And being so tempted to buy them, but they're like tiny snack size bags and they cost like 30 bucks each. And I was Holy like, man, wow. do I really want to spend my life savings on obscure Cheeto flavors? <laughs> so I didn't. But yeah. 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 Man, that's great. Uh, I love Cheetos that's and I love cool. Chester. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. 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 I like modern Chester a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, I like phase four Chester. I don't yeah. know if I like modern Chester. Yeah. The most modern. The, the ones, the commercial we watched. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the that last phase before this most modern one. He's definitely yeah. the last one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. can show you guys the, the most recent one too if you'd like. Yeah, let's see him. Yeah, let's see him. Let me grab him before you real quick. I have so many things. I was pretty shocked to find out that the crunchy Cheetos was be- came before the Cheetos Puffs. I always assumed Cheetos Puffs was the original. All right. I mean, well, I okay. Cheetos Flame and Hot Disc Track. It looks nice. It looks nice. It's like the animation. I mean, it's a little stiff, but the textures are very nice. If that's why I see, it feels like a, like a VR, like they yeah. like they motion tracked it poorly or something. 
I don't know. But it, it looks, the oh, graphics are great. Yeah, he's rapping now and it's very bad. It's very yeah. embarrassing. This is like yeah. definitely some, you know, 55 year old yeah, uh, marketing manager that's like, I hear kids like the hip hop. And, and this is what yeah. he thought it should sound Hello, like. Hello, kids. Cheetos, if you're out there, we very clearly genuinely like this guy. Can you hire us to do it? Yeah, so we'll we do great. Do, we could do, we'll do great, great things. I'll make yeah. my own Chester puppet. I'm going to shoot my own Chester commercials. <laughs> Available on our Patreon. I'm just going to take my body like a cheetah and see what I can do. Yeah. You know, there's actually. I got to say, I, I hate this. Yeah. I hate this so much. <laughs> yeah, Modern Chester might be enough for me to be like, fuck that guy. No. Yeah. Don't turn your back uh, on Chester, Brian. Don't turn out of, your back on Chester. After all the stuff that he's done. Yeah, that, that was really bad. That, wasn't that was his, really that wasn't bad. His choice. Okay. How about this? I'll make a deal with Everybody you, Brian. Everybody needs a paycheck sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Okay, how about this? If they come out with Phase 6 and they reveal that Chester was actually not Chester... It was uh, Twisty yeah. McGee yeah. wearing wearing a suit and rapping That's that I'm only totally to on board. Yeah. But he goes from so charming in Phase Four to just crazy. Like one of the worst things I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, Can you uh, play this song as the playout theme for the episode today? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get it. It's a good idea. Um, one more thing though, Brian, would you rather have this Chester or would you rather have the mystery guest that I'm going to send you right now? Mystery guest, absolutely. All right. Well, check the Instagram, uh, everyone. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what this is. This is the what you're referring to. This is the Twisty Man. Murder means shit. It's it means shit. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's oh. like an art film. Um, but it's uh, has it's like a Michelle Gondry did one of the three segments. It's kind of a right side Fred energy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry, not right side Fred. Drop dead Fred. <laughs> Dead <laughs> he's, he's totally too sexy he's for this movie. <laughs> anyway, if you Wait. like what we're doing, send us an email. Send us an email. Storyholdpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. We'll read it live on the air. If you have any connections to Cheeto Company so that we can go ahead and take over their ad <laughs> yeah. campaigns and save chester hashtag save chester yeah um, hashtag hashtag save chester. let's, let's, let's get him back i mean he deserves this yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. also and check our instagram it's at Storyhole podcast to see all the uh the great chester content mm-hmm. yeah you're gonna have to this week yeah. i think yeah yeah yep 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 um and then that's basically it if you uh whatever your device is just make sure you get that cheetle off your fingers before you uh, <laughs> turn it it's bad etiquette you dirty right. baby Goodbye, everyone. bye bye, bye. Come on, Doritos, you can't rep the flaming hot name. Watch your step, I'm the OG in the snack game. You claim triangle, I made you square. You had to borrow my heat just to make the world care. You got celebs and a remix song. But like a bag of Cheetos, it won't last long. So next time you try to take what I got, remember, I'm flaming hot and you're flaming not. I'm saying, you better watch the throne. King Chester, hottest cheetah that you've ever known. I'm extra flaming hot, you can't tell me nothing. I'm bringing back asteroids. Think I'm bluffing? This ain't over.